Yes, love Monday night community group with them. Um, but tonight we're finishing a series called Praying the Psalms. And basically, like we've discussed, the Psalms are just poems, prayers, and songs full of depth, emotion, frustrations, and desires that are written for us. So no matter what we're experiencing, the Psalms kind of guide us through talking to God about it. So tonight, we're going to look at Psalm 23, if you want to pull out your Bibles, or it'll be on the screen too. Um, but it's kind of odd, you might recognize this psalm, unfortunately, if you've been to a funeral. Um, it's a pretty common part of scripture that's read at funeral services. Um, and we'll go back to this later, but because of that, I used to correlate this psalm to one of the hardest moments of my life. But last year, my friend Carly and I, we memorized this psalm together. Um, so by the end of our time tonight, I hope we can all just learn about God's faithfulness through this psalm um, and how much he cares for us. So we'll go ahead and read it. Maybe. Maybe. Thank you. Um, yeah, we'll go ahead and read it, and then I'll pray for us um, before we kind of walk back through it. So Psalm 23, a psalm of David. It says, The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Okay, let's pray. God, thank you for today. Thank you that we can just all gather um, to learn about you and grow closer to you, God. Um, thank you for everyone in this room that has that desire, Lord, just to continue growing with you. Um, we ask that you're with us tonight as we work through this psalm um, and ultimately understand how we can better connect with you. We love you. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Okay, so there's a lot that we can learn from this passage, um, but I think there's three key truths um, about God that David focuses on. The first one being that God is our shepherd. Thank you. Um, so yeah, the first four, four verses kind of focus on this idea of God being our shepherd. So we know what a shepherd is. It's someone that tends to sheep, feeds them, guards them, takes care of them. So by David describing God as our shepherd, he's illustrating how caring God is and how he guides us. Um, and from verse 1, we know that God is so gracious to care about each and every one of us. And not only just to care about us, but he makes sure that we have every single thing that we need. But sometimes we don't think we have everything we need. Um, we might want a certain material item or to have a certain vacation or experience or to be in a certain relationship. In my case, when this psalm was read, I was at my grandmother's funeral. And at that point, I felt like I was lacking. I was grieving, and I was just kind of hoping to wake up from this nightmare. Um, but over time, God has changed my heart to help me realize that even in that moment, I didn't lack anything. And that's because of Jesus. We have eternal life. So no matter that I thought I lacked something in the moment, God's promises were still true. I just couldn't realize in that moment that I wasn't lacking anything. It can be really easy to blame God and even be angry at him when things don't work out how we want them to. But God created the universe, and he created us. So even though it's hard to believe, he knows us better than we even know ourselves. So we should trust the plan that he has for us, even if it's hard or if it doesn't make sense. He wants to provide for us, he gives us peace, and he restores our souls. But I think it's also important to consider the word choice in this section as well. 
Because David doesn't say that God asked him to lie down in green pastures or that God wanted to restore David's soul. God made David lie down, and he leads David behind, beside still waters, and he guides David along the right paths. So the second point is that God is always with us. So depending on um, the translation of your Bible that you're reading, verse 4 might look a little different, um, but it references the darkest valley or a valley of deep darkness or walking through the valley of the shadow of death. And regardless of whatever the case is, we know that God is with us, so we don't have to fear anything. And I know it's a lot easier said than done, and in the moment, it's hard to replace our feelings with this truth. So when we're in an awful situation, maybe we fail a really important test, or you hurt someone that you care about, or someone that you love is really sick, our first reaction most times is to be anxious or angry, sad, fill in the blank with whatever emotion you might feel. Um, but this shows how much that we can learn from David. Even in these dark moments, he's confident that God's with him. And not only that he's with him, but that God will comfort David, even in his worst moments. And the third point is that, that David makes is that God is our host. Um, so we see this in verses 5 and 6. And it's almost like we're God's guests, um, and he takes the time to prepare for us. And he's not like, you know, the kind of guest or the kind of host that's freaking out, like scrambling to get everything together as we're pulling up in the driveway. Um, he's a good host. He prepares the table. He keeps us safe from our enemies. He anoints our head with oil, which is kind of a way of showing hospitality. And he makes sure our cup is overflowing. And we see this theme again of God not only providing, but he tends to our hearts to make sure that we feel his love. We're not lacking anything. He doesn't just make our cup full. He makes sure that it's overflowing. And in verse 6, David is sure of all of these things, that God's a great shepherd, that he cares well for us, that his goodness and mercy will be with him. When we're children of God, thanks to Jesus' death on the cross, we're able to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Another way to think about this is kind of to realize that we have access to God forever on earth and in heaven. And we will know the Lord forever and ever, and he will still continue to take care of us. And that's just one of the many reasons that we should spend our lives praising him and telling other people about him. So when we talk to God, when we pray, I think it can be really easy to kind of get in a routine and say the same prayers or the same things over and over again. But we can kind of switch that up by incorporating scripture into our prayers. So I think Psalm 23 holds a lot of great truths that we can kind of pray back to God. Um, so if you're going through something that's really difficult, you could try to pray and say, you know, God, I trust you. I know that you will provide for me and that you will care for me my whole life. Or, God, I won't fear anything because I know you're with me and I know that you'll comfort me. You can pretty much pick any verse in this psalm and find a way to say it back to God and thank him for the truth in it. So I have a few questions um, that we can take some time to answer now or even in your own quiet time this week if you want to take a picture of the questions. Um, yeah, so we'll take a few minutes. Um, the first question is, when you walk through the valley of darkness, do you trust that God is with you and that he wants to comfort you? And then why or why not? Uh, the second question, have you, how have you seen God care for you in the past week? And the last one, what verse from Psalm 23 will you incorporate into your prayers this week? So take maybe two or three minutes, um, and then we'll close out.
Okay, I'm going to go ahead and close us in prayer. Um, but I would definitely encourage you, like if there's something that you're working through with the people that you're sitting with, keep talking to them about it. Um, talk to your community group leader. Talk to anyone here. Um, we'd love to work through that with you. Um, yes, let me close us in prayer. God, thank you for your word. Thank you um, for who you are, Lord. You love us. Um, you take care of us. You comfort us. You want what's best for us, Lord. You're with us all the days of our lives. And I pray that as we leave this place tonight, we can all remember that, how deeply that you love and care for us. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks to our listeners for tuning into this episode of the 180 Podcast, a production of Crew in Southeast Ohio. If you enjoyed this episode, please give it a like, a share, or leave an encouraging comment, and that will go a long way toward helping others hear about the podcast. The podcast isn't the only thing that we do. Whether you're a student living on campus or if you're still at home studying virtually, we'd encourage you to check us out on social media to hear more about what's going on. You can follow us on Instagram at crew at OU, or to learn more about who we are and what we do, head over to our website, crew at OU.org. We'd encourage you if you visit the site to complete our involvement form to get more connected to all the things that are happening. Thanks for joining us. We look forward to seeing you next Thursday for another episode of the 180 Podcast.